Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Luis J. Gomez, Puerto Rican writer, like king of things, the point guard of podcasting himself, it's legend, living legend. It's uh, it's it's I, crazy to be in your presence sometimes. Am I not, though, a living fucking legend? I would, uh, uh, I would argue gonna yes. The clear and everyone's going to go, oh yeah, that was Luis J. fucking Gomez. Wow. I, we got to talk to him daily. You're, Natalie, Coop, you fucks. How about you, that? Your uh, obnoxious, out of control narcissism aside. You are kind of making your mark on this goddamn world, Good. Lewis. Goddamn you fucking are. right. Welcome to the Gas Digital fucking network. G is in Gomez, bitch. East Village, we're fucking killing it from the Gas Digital Network live. If you guys love the show, subscribe at gasdigitalnetwork.com. Use the promo code YOMMA. Get a seven-day free trial. Get instant access to the on-demand library for this show and every other show on the network. Thousands of hours of uncensored, ad-free content that are not available anywhere else in the motherfucking world. And by the way, they're going to shut this down eventually. Just so you know, if you think that all the hosting companies eventually are going to fucking say we can't say the shit we say, nah. 10 years from now, it ain't happening, Jax. Yeah, Download yeah, we'll this fine. shit now. Put it on a fucking hard drive because it ain't getting better. Trust me on this one. Ten All years from now, we're going to be like, it's so much better. Whoa. We are so rich. Here we are from the nigger network. Turns out, <laughs> <laughs> turns out this is crazy. We really took a crazy turn. <laughs> All the incentives just lined up for us to go harder and harder. <laughs> By the way, I still, I would say on the topic of you being a living legend and Gas Digital Network, what I'm just thinking about in my mind now is and I, this just popped in. I haven't thought about this in years, but I still do take full credit for all of this. What that I get out of town. Lit, I don't know if you remember no, this, but I tell me if this is no, true no, no, or no. false. I'm gonna buy you a ticket. You need to go. Well, you can afford to buy me a ticket because I gave you this gas digital fun. network it's where you make all ticket. this money. It's a train ticket. Bought me up to business class on that train <laughs> ticket. Can I get a quiet car? Sometimes train tickets are more than airplane tickets, just so everyone knows. Go ahead. Amtrak anyway, is you were, not You cheap. were saying? Back when we were, I remember, I think it was around the time when we both had our podcast at Stand Up Labs. If uh, The hardcore fans remember that uh, iteration. Probably, you know who probably remembers that? Yo, yo Kratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. They remember. It wouldn't even be possible to do the show without them. They're that hardcore that they probably remember. The people at Yo Kratom remember. They and if, if I'm judging by podcast download numbers, also about 2% of my current audience remembers. Was Yo Kratom. Was, was Yo Kratom <laughs> yes. at the time. Uh, were, was listening at all back then. But I remember saying when people were starting up these podcast networks, and I said to you, I go, Lewis, you got to be in charge of one of these mm. things. I go, you got to get like a team under you fucking working where you're the fucking boss and you're running this because you'll be the best at it. I will be. By far. I will and be. I, I, and you remember I said that to you and I, I said remember. it over and over. And you were I kept wrong. Saying, Your mom's house network is out there crushing it right now. Yeah. Well, I. I Tom Segura is I was. Uh, I certainly was guilty of a little hyperbole you when were. I said best. Yeah. I should have said You'll be, you'll, you'll be there. You'll be, you'll you'll do, be there. You're in the, you're, you know, you're in the conversation. <laughs> true. And uh, and then you know, you, yada yada yada. It's here. Here we are. The yada 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 part was you building it. The yada, but, uh, yada, yada it was part. my a lot of cocaine in those yada yada <laughs> yadas, folks. The yada 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 years. 
they call them. They were fucking fueled by blow. Give and, give him give Davis five percent, like Artem Lebov. Um, I honestly make more money off this company than if I had five percent. The five percent might bring me down. It would actually hurt you. You don't. I don't. I don't want any company. of it. Really, I want to um, keep cashing my Natalie, checks. Moving forward, and I need you to make this happen now during the show. Moving forward, meaning right now. Anytime Vic interjects out of nowhere, I need you to hit the Undertaker gong. <laughs> please. I'll make it happen. Vic, please don't chime in for about four minutes. Yeah, no, I don't look. Vic, look, Vic, I love your chimes, okay? But it, it's. But you want there to just be a thing where we almost forget Vic's a part of the show. I forgot that Vic was even no, here. No, 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 no. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Vic. Oh, David Lewis, you didn't think you could just have a conversation, the two of you. Vic, how are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. I've, I'm having a good one. How are you guys doing? How was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. My sister made a great spread. My uh, family was a little separated, but uh, we made the best of it, and uh, we won. We won. How, how about you guys? My Thanksgiving was great. How was yours, Dave? All right, great. Great Thanksgiving. Who, where'd you do it at? Uh, well, I did. We, me, we switch off years with Thanksgiving between my family and my wife's family, so we did it at, at my family this year, but uh, then we did like another... <clears throat> You know, like on Saturday, yeah, we did like a Thanksgiving thing with her family. Was it all afterward. leftovers from their Thanksgiving? No, 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 no. Like we made. They made a brand new fucking spread. That's crazy. Yeah, they're Italian. They're, when yeah. it comes to food, they don't fuck around. Yeah. But I was on the road Friday, so I went. I did Thursday at my family's house at my mother's house, and then Friday I was on the road, and then Saturday came back and did another one. And it was who great. Had, who had the better food? Uh, the me and Luck. The you're not asking me who had the better banking. You know what I mean? The Jews or the Italians <laughs> who had the better food is yeah. just, it's, who, that's not our strength. Who was controlling the weather better that afternoon? <laughs> that we were way better, yeah, okay, way better. Okay, sure. We controlled it on the other Thanksgiving okay. that we weren't even a part of. Uh, like Italians, food is uh, if is the their Jews strength. control the weather? Why would they ever make it rain? Like, wouldn't it just be like ninety nine percent of the time just sunny? Because you have to know <laughs> that we can bring rain down on you. But I'm just saying, like you know. What Jews are going like, oh, oh, it'd be nice if it rained today, or it's nice to have some sleet or a fucking tornado. Yeah, really. Jews complain about the weather more than any other right. group. I highly doubt. If Where do all the Jews live that I know? Yeah. If we control the weather, how come we're always saying it's a bit too hot in here? Boca Raton. Yeah. And I understand that. If, if the Jews control the weather, it would be year-round Boca Raton all around the United States and the world, to be honest. Or at least the places where there's Jews. Mm. New York. Israel, L.A., Boca Raton. That's it. That's where all the Pretty Jews much are. it. Um, all right, look, we have a lot to talk about on today's show. It is a massive MMA week. Um, I haven't been paying attention at all to the world of MMA, so everything on this uh, on this, I week, swear, I just looked down at the I've been busy with holidays and shit, and you know. I just looked down at the card, and I was like, oh, Wonder Boy, Thompson, Kevin Holland, did I miss that? And then saw the date, and I was like, oh, okay, good, because this is real. That would be really oh, yeah, bad if yeah. I didn't watch that for my, the show. My Thanksgiving, by the way, was great, everyone. Thanks for caring, and thanks for asking. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That was rude. And what shit. did you, you what did you do? Your boy was with uh, his mom out of town, Yeah, right? they, they left. They, they went to town. her family's. Yeah, so my girlfriend is in town. Um, she lives in L.A., and she came to to visit for the holiday, and she's actually here for the entire month. Um, and It's a lot of time to spend with a girlfriend. Yeah, now I get to know her. 
Now yeah, I get to finally get to know who this girl is. Because before this, it's been a lot of like, hey, we spent five days together, very intense, very like, now it's like, okay, let's spread our fucking wings for a month and see how it really goes, right? Yeah. And uh, look, I'll tell you right now, she passed the test with flying colors. We cooked two dishes for Thanksgiving. We cooked a ham. That's the test, just two dishes. Well, you know, my sister was taking care of all things. Oh, okay, dinner. okay. I thought, I'm sorry. I was thinking this was no, the entirety we just had, we had, of Thanksgiving dinner. We had a ham dinner. and we had gravy. That's all we had for Thanksgiving. No, <laughs> my sister did everything else. She did the How's your ham? Would you like potatoes. a cup of gravy? We did the ham and we did our macaroni and cheese. Okay. Both came out fire. Um, my chick took the lead on the mac and cheese, which I'll tell you right now, my chick's hot. She's a hot fucking bro. Natalie, you're a lesbian. Come on. She's pretty hot. I was going to ask if you used the video that you showed us on wrap to make the mac and cheese. We did. Well, it turned out she had made this recipe before. Um, so she just took the lead on it all. And I will tell you right now, it was a breath of fresh air. It was a sigh of relief because she's so hot that I was like, there's no way she's going to be able to cook. I, it's it's going to be, you know, she's a dancer. Her life has been easy thus yeah. far. It's not been a, like she, we My- don't, me and this girl don't have the same life. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like my my wife, I I love my wife to death, and she's a really great cook. And like, if she couldn't cook, I'd still fucking marry her and everything. Of course, but I'm really glad she can cook. Of course, and Lauren's hot it's too. A Lauren's huge beautiful. Thing Lauren's too. a beautiful girl. Even right, after even after two kids, can I tell you by the fourth time, by the fourth smash. time you said it, it got it's a little still, uncomfortable. All right, still bro. smash. Yeah, she is. My son said that. My son said that. I was like, we're going to go see Dave and Lauren. <laughs> And he's like, Lauren, he's like, wow, she's so beautiful. And I was like, I can tell he had a thing for Lauren. He's had a thing for Lauren since he was a little kid. Yeah. I remember he was one time when he was like six years old and you he came over to our house and then you came over and like met us. Like we were watching him for a few hours and he came over and you were like, and he was saying goodbye and we were like, bye. I was like, bye, James. Good to see you. And he goes, thank, thank Dave and Lauren for like taking you out or wherever we took them. And he was like, thank you. And he said, uh, and it was when we first started dating, me and Lauren. And he, you go, you go. Dave's girlfriend's really cool, right? And James just goes, he's six and doesn't know any better. He goes, yeah, and really pretty too, <laughs> just in front of everyone. <laughs> Hell yeah, it was great. Was like, James is moving in yeah, on my James chick. A little, James, a little pimp. He is. Yeah, he's he still. Little. He does have your genes. Yeah, he really does. Yes. Uh, but it is great having a chick who's like a really great cook. I mean, I know this is the oldest wisdom in the history of wisdom, but it just makes life so much better. Yeah, it's just so much better. Just want a chick who can cook, a girl who can clean a little bit, a girl who can like just you know like here traditional roles to a certain degree. I'm not a fucking conservative weirdo like Dave Smith and his fucking whole band of fucking Republican ears or whatever you guys call yourself. There's literally a whole separate party. You're Have you learned nothing about my band? Liber, liber, liberta- libertarians. Liber- yes, yes, that's the, it. The libertards, as we call them, in hey. the, the non-political circles. No one calls us that. The Republicans, the Libertards, and the Democrats. That's what we call all you guys. I thought Just you were so going to you know. Fat is not where I thought yeah, you were going to go with that. Demofags. <laughs> yeah, dude. We have really gone off the rails. Hold on. Whoa, what's that? Oh, what? my God. What the hell is that? He's here. Vic's oh, here. Oh, my God. Nobody expected Vic to show up. It's pandemonium. <laughs> It, it makes me. It makes it sound like I'm the bear of bad news. <laughs> now I am truly pig vomit. With this it worked so much better than I thought it was going to work. It ruled. <laughs> what were you saying, Vic? No, I was just saying we're off. We're just we're just hitting the the bad words today and what? going nutty. What? 
Look, it's okay. You're uncensored. We get it. We're uncensored, we dude. It'll be it'll be censored on on YouTube, which is probably the platform that you prefer. Pig vomit. You know what? Yeah, I like it. I like a YouTube. Yeah, you know for the discoverability, because people oh. can just play with. They use the algorithm. We have no al- algorithms. Are you telling me, Vic? Are you telling me that this language is inappropriate for WNBC? <laughs> WNBC. Yes, it is. Doggy, I'll tell you right now, we don't have algorithms at Gas Digital. We are like, we are like, we can't spell algorithm. We are second generation internet here at Gas Digital. The idea of an algorithm that's going to have you discover another show that you like on Gas Digital, get the fuck out of here. Can we build that into the website? Is there there any algorithms happening at Gas Digital? Or is it all just straight up, we, here's a file on a website. Click it or don't, faggot. The algorithm is Blind Mike telling you what clips to watch before your episode starts. <laughs> we, are we have a new intern who we named Algorithm, and he will tell you what we think you should want. You know, we're trying. Algorithm? Algo, algorithm. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to stay ahead of the technology curve, but it's just moving too fast. What do you want me to say here? How do we That's possibly stay ahead of technology? I don't know. Hit the gong. That's well, that's why we said the N word because we can say so far behind the technology <laughs> that maybe some of the technology will pass us. <laughs> Technology's lapped us, folks. Yeah, it sure has. Yeah. Anyway, good Thanksgivings. That's yeah. what's important. It was a great Thanksgiving. Though. We had a great time. We ate great food. I got to introduce my chick to my family. That's very nice. It's good. So the the my aunt doesn't understand how my girlfriend's so skinny and has such a big butt. Yeah, well, she's from a different time. Different generation. Yeah, they didn't make them like that. They really didn't. Goddamn. Healthy girl. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what they're feeding her, but (laughs) damn. Damn, doggy. Um, All right, look, whatever, Vic. I guess we have to talk MMA. We're 14 minutes into the show. And and Vic, by the way, we have a red light that goes on behind Dave's head. You guys can't see this. And it just starts flashing when it's an MMA light. And when Vic wants us to talk about MMA, he starts hitting the MMA button over was it, and was, over and There again. was a card the other day, no? I don't think so. Oh, no, 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 The only no, no, thing no. that happened this weekend was the PFL. Oh, PFL. oh, oh, oh. Yes, Vic. <laughs> oh, the PFL had a card. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find this. Let me try to pull this up. The here. PFL had a card. I'm actually very curious. Uh, fucking. Okay. I want both of your takes on this. Both Lewis and Vic Please. on this. I thought this was crazy, and I and I I, I have a feeling Lewis is going to be on board with me that if I was Dana White, I would be fucking livid over this. Mm. So I get an email from uh, ESPN Plus, you know, because I'm subscribed to them. They send you emails. I had emails just flooded with things I never should have given my email to, but it's the worst. But this is ESPN Plus is carrying the PFL uh, event. And this is the uh, the title. All right, I'll take a coffee. This is the subject that they send out to all of their ESPN Plus subscribers. The biggest night in MMA is tonight. No. That's what ESPN Plus ESPN says. Says, sends out to every ESPN Plus <laughs> subscriber. Question, go, is PFL also under the UFC Fight Pass Banner as no. well. No, no. This is a this is a competing company to the UFC. Look, I would if I were Dana White. I, obviously, you understand it's ESPN. They're going to cover other sports. But wouldn't you be like? Wouldn't that like rub you the wrong way if you were like, look, dude, 
you can have another MMA brand, you know, another MMA organization, and you can host their fights and promote them. But to call them the biggest thing in MMA when I bring you in fucking gazillions of dollars. Yeah, literally, MMA wouldn't be a thing if like, it wasn't for us. And and if, half the, of the, and if the UFC wasn't on it, this is the fact. If the UFC was not on ESPN, the PFL being on ESPN would be a laughable thing that people would go like, okay, ESPN, you're in the MMA business. People would mock both ESPN and the PFL for their partnership. But because the UFC is on ESPN, people go, oh, no, ESPN is in the sport of MMA. Yes. They're the elite brand. And now we can have respect for the PFL. I, the only reason I anybody respects it. crazy that yeah. they would say that, dude. Uh, listen, the, to the average, like, like um like uh normie fan most people don't even know the difference between the terms MMA and UFC mm. they go that's what MMA is it's UFC i would say 50% of the people that are watching the PFL on ESPN think they're watching the UFC yes. literally i mean it's that's not an exaggeration or being like uh you know hyperbolic like it's is yeah, that the word good. no you did it yeah no no how was it yeah 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 Hyperbole, Hyperbole. I believe is what Vic meant. Uh, <laughs> I just thought, I thought to me, it's almost like as if like if Coca-Cola made some huge deal with, you know, uh, some some restaurant and they also served, you know, not even Pepsi, can't even compare it to Pepsi. You know, they also served RC Cola. And then at some point they go, RC Cola, the biggest cola, you know, you could ever well, get. I RC mean, Cola. Well, it's I, like, you know, it's funny. As soon as you put it that way, I was kind of like, the reality is Coca-Cola likely does own smaller cola brands as well. If I had to guess. Yes, but and, UFC does not and, own this one. I'm just saying in this situation, right. it's a separate okay, company. You're right, you're right. So it's just, it just seems like to me a crazy line. This, that like, the, this, the least I, the, the are UFC you the ask. only person, uh, you know, getting upset about this or has there been any other coverage on this? No, I literally just saw this <laughs> and wanted to talk to it's you about Dave it. Dave Smith angle. I'm trying to yeah. sow division between ESPN okay, and look, the dude, can we Can we get this to go viral, Vic? This is the moment we need is we need to talk. We need to get Dana White to piss off. Well, listen, Dana White, if you're not pissed off and you're comfortable being a bitch, yeah, then dude. that's fine. I'm not you're comfortable with the PFL cucking you in front of I the entire ESPN audience. Dana White always gave off to me this vibe that like Realized he was a man. Vibe. Yeah, like he vibe. was like a yeah. Now I just thought that was fucking disrespectful of the UFC. Yeah, I am. And I, I think. Go ahead, Beck. I'm I think sorry. just as disrespectful as our <laughs> has been. I think the only time you should RC use this the sound effect is when Vic randomly comes in out of nowhere. Yeah, or maybe just the first time. Yeah, the, the first episode. time we hear from Vic. Now Understood. It's, now it's kind of ruining the Yeah, not every time point he speaks. He was it's if we throw it to Vic. If we say, what do you think, Vic? Got it. And then okay. he speaks, you're like, dong. <laughs> Shut up, Vic, dong. <laughs> I think Natalie's right on pace. Natalie, hit it again. <laughs> there you go. See? All right, assignment well, Understood. But- I am, even though I will sometimes say the UFC isn't right about everything, I am more or less just a company boy behind the UFC. Yeah, I think too. that they, they're they the reason this whole fucking sport exists. Dana White convinced his fucking rich buddies to invest in it. They were flipping out over him because they were like, we're losing tons of money. And he's like, hey, just stick it around. Put some more money into it. Don't worry. Kind of we're going to get now there. That I'm like and in now, the world of business yeah. to a certain degree. I mean, not in the, to a certain degree. I am. When I hear about a $2 million investment, like I remember back in the day, it was still like a wild amount of money. Like when I was, when I first heard, when I first became a UFC fan, like they invested $2 million, you'd go like, well, you would need 
people who own casinos to be able to invest that much money. I mean, they have to be printing money. But now that like I own a few businesses that like do pretty well, I go like, oh, it's actually a really little amount of money to have bought the UFC. Yeah, if you have two hundred grand, you could get the loan for that's. It's pretty fucking. It's crazy when you really think about how little money. But they they poured money in. Yeah. So that's not the thing. Is that I believe at a certain point. They the, were they were like forty mil in the yeah, hole, tens of millions, and yeah. and l- losing money still. And there was there was a point where the Fertitas were like, "Dude, what the fuck? Like, you convinced us to get in on this thing? It has <clears throat> just been a black hole yeah. of fucking us losing money." And he was like, "I'm telling you, this thing's about to turn around and pop and be huge." And then it did. And so, you know, I'm not saying like maybe the UFC should pay some fighters more. I, I'm not even like arguing with that, but. It's also like all of these guys, the reason why you can have a career in MMA and even make a living is because of Dana White yeah. and the UFC. And so the, like, yeah, if it wasn't for Dana White and the Fertitta brothers, it, it, the sport of MMA would not exist because it was a, it was a true visionary thing yes. that they had. Um, and, and look, I mean, look, the Fertitta brothers, they... I literally were printing money. I mean, casino owners. Yes. Uh, no, they were rich guys. Yeah, I mean, and family money. And they shit named like that, that breakfast thing after them. But I think it was also, did they? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, that's from them. Yeah, no. the, the, uh, the breakfast fritas. There you go. Yeah, they're delicious. Delicious. Dude. Spanish style. Um, but also, I think it also had chorizo, like a, a chorizo frittita. It also had a taint uh, for them. Like it was a kind of like. Uh, it, an unsavory thing for them to be involved in. Even from like casino money, it was like, oh, you're getting involved in this human yeah. Also, the, the shittiest casinos in Las Vegas. Yeah, well, that is true. Yeah. But hey, what are you going to do? Just a couple things I want to raise for you guys to uh, riff off of. So that event Friday was headlined by Kayla Harrison. was mm. a big deal and that she lost. I don't care about also the f- female fighters in the UFC, much less female fighters in the PFL. Wow. If Demetrius Johnson is fighting, I'm interested. Yeah, maybe. Well, here's the other thing too. That was a pay per view. That was an. They're actually the PFL's first pay per view through ESPN that they put out. So people were actually paying to. This see is this. this is what would bother me. It's twofold. What would piss me off if I was Dana White about that uh, subject line in the email? It's number one that it's like disrespectful to the UFC. Number two, to the point you made, Lewis, where you're like, I bet there's a substantial number of people watching that who didn't even. I think that once you're like, oh, the UFC is on ESPN, when they put out, oh, the biggest night in MMA is tonight, it's almost like they're using your brand to sell this fucking thing that's like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, oh, they say it's the biggest one tonight. I guess we should fucking order it. when the UFC first parted ways with Spike TV? I do. Now, there was, a, there was a period of time where Spike TV still owned the television rights to the UFC, right? And they could still show UFC on Spike TV. And they were waiting for that contract to, like, dissipate. And then they were going to move into, I believe, their Fox deal. That was sort of, mm-hmm. like, the idea, right? Um, and this made me lose so much respect for Spike TV. And I get what it was. It was them playing their cards the same way that, like, you're supposed to hit on certain things and stay on certain things in blackjack. Like, it's just certain hard, fast rules. Like, they're, they were like, they were like no, 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 we are looking for ratings, and this is the way we're going to play it. But it was such a shitty way to do it. What they would do is they would counter-program the UFC. The UFC would have a pay-per-view on Saturday night, and it would be Brock Lesnar headlining. And then Spike TV would show during the pay-per-view and leading up for a couple hours before the pay-per-view, Best of Brock Lesnar. Like, it was just Brock Lesnar. And what they were doing was 
and I remember because people on social media, this is when mixed martial arts fans were way less, it was way less big of a thing. It was right before the boom, you know, like pro wrestling had a similar boom where it wasn't like all the cool kids liked it. MMA, it was just starting. It was, it was, un, it was underground MMA. Like when MMA was on Spike TV, it was kind of underground still. It wasn't like every, like if you knew about MMA, it was kind of a rarity. Like now every comedian watches the fights. Every comedian talks about the biggest fights. At the very least knows. That yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm talking about back then people didn't even know it was a thing yeah it was like it was back when it was on spike tv and it was what they did was they were tricking all these casual fans into believing they were watching the brock lesnar because i remember people on social media like watching this brock fight and it was like nine o'clock before the pay-per-view was even on and i'd be like what are you even fucking talking about you idiot it's not even on yet um but spike tv what they were doing is they were just sort of taking advantage of the fact that there's a certain amount of people that would go oh brock lesnar's fighting tonight there it is and they would click on it and they would be ignorant and it was just like the opposite of creativity. It was the opposite of like like what what I why I became an entertainer and why I work in the business that I work in was to kind of create. And it was never about tricking people. It was never about like oh let me fucking figure out how I can manipulate an algorithm. Let me figure out how I can buy likes or buy views or buy people that are gonna fucking follow me. There's all those little tricks, and we know a lot of people that do these tricks. A ton of people, well, I'm, right? I'm thinking of like uh, what example? I'm thinking of like ten know. examples right now. Well, I'm thinking of it. we had a friend of ours who like would was by the way who was great and i loved to death um was like a very close friend of me and lewis's but back when we started comedy but he just wanted to be like a business dude yeah. and i remember when he started his company he named it the first time uh one tunes oh yes and he bought one tunes.com and his whole thing was that he was like well people fuck up when they're looking for itunes yeah. And this, or they, or if you see the link, it looks like iTunes. Yeah. And then this, and I remember both of us, our immediate reaction was just like, oh. Yeah, it's dude. just the opposite. Like, you like that's your... just not. I'm not trying to trick anyone into wanting my product. Yeah. I want to make a and there's dope a whole in the, in the entertainment industry. There's a there's a lot of that. Like in LA, there's a reason why every podcast that pops off in LA starts off with like a hundred thousand downloads. Right? There's a reason. It's because they have like the people that are producing podcasts out there. All of those companies that are that are you see the West Coast guys that are doing it. They understand the algorithms. They understand the platforms. They're, it's not so much about be creating the best content possible. They un, they have a, a leg up on that side of it, which, to be honest with you, we have to get better at. We but could I'm, use a little bit more. I'm of it. happy that we do things differently. We are completely organic. There's nobody on our team that goes. And by the way, we had a conver- We had a meeting today on the guests on a production team, and it was the most baseline basic. It was like, well, I think we can get more people to watch our reels if we have a more you know, uh, catching intro line. And it was just the most basic shit. And I bet people that understand that they're like, guys, 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 like you have no idea like how intricate that, that business is, but it's the opposite of creativity. Well, it's, it's uh, look, it's, um, there's a flaw to it for sure. And like, we could get a lot better at that, but I know like the way I am is with the comedy shit and the political shit too, with all of it, I always kind of had this like romantic artist kind of thing like that's what drew me to all of it so it's not like i just go like well i want this to be like the funniest thing and then everyone loves it because it's the funniest thing Mm -hmm. and i just want that to be how it works and even with my politics my political commentary shit it's always like oh no i just really believe this yeah and so i want to like people to hear this because like someone else i heard this from someone else isn't this really compelling yeah like isn't this a really good point and then you're like well how do you trick everyone into clicking on your thing Uh, you know make a title that leads them to think you're doing all this i'm like no no no, i don't want to do that and i I, like i I could use a little bit more look brian and look at look at when i post something right 
and it, it pains me to use a hashtag. Yes. It makes me want to drive a fucking spike into my skull. If I'm like, if I, if I like write like funny podcasts and a hashtag and I've done it because I know you have to, but even saying or even admitting it into the air, like, oh, yeah, delete my Instagram right now. Delete my entire fucking Instagram. It's infuriating. It is the gayest, stupidest shit. You should just be able to create and the cream should rise to the top. But the reality, let's see, did I do this? We got look at my, my real ass podcast hashtag. That's not so bad. But look, I don't really do that. I don't do like, but I did one right there. Look, Turkey, Turkey Day. Day. Oh, ah, no. oh, it hurts. It hurts inside. Happy Thanksgiving. Like even doing that, just that much. It's like, what do I want? Somebody that's clicking on Happy Thanksgiving hashtags to cl- happen upon my shit? Not really. Yeah. It's not a good idea. Some kid, and I'll see it. I'll some see kid it. being like, okay, Happy Thanksgiving. And then it's a fucking a bit about us raping a turkey, dude. I did. I did a. Which it was a good bet. But well, we weren't raping the turkey. Uh, turkey neck but, or pussy, whatever. Yes, it was, a, it was, it was a very different. It was much better than bit. raping a turkey. It was consensual. Tonight, tonight, it was all way, consensual. I, I will give uh, Alex credit. She gave it. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I, I. she told me about the concept for tonight's Legion of Skanks. I think Great, it's a very good Well, tune in tonight's Legion of Skanks where we, uh, Bobby Kelly, his heaviest, he was 350 pounds. So we're going to be guessing things that are heavier than Bobby Kelly was at his heaviest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that a great, great bit. <laughs> no, but so there's like, uh, you know, even a uh, Brian, who's my producer for for part of the problem, and he's uh, and he's and he's right to do this because he's the producer and this is his job. And yeah. He's right, but he's like, listen, like, because he'll be like, sometimes he'll just come up with the titles for the show, and then sometimes he'll be like, ah, anything you want to call this one, but like a, a lot of times I just won't say, and he'll just come up with the title. But he'll be like, look, dude, if I put the title like this, it ends up getting more downloads and yeah. not this and then there was one time where there's like this real popular youtuber who now he made a video about me and i did a response video to it and then he did a response then, to your response well, it's, about it him. got so this response that i did to him got i think the most downloads any podcast any part eventually it's literally done. you just looking at a camera then looking back and but going, the thing is <laughs> there's a thousand this you. guys this guy is so fucking retarded like he's so dumb yeah. And it's now he's got a huge audience, but I also so I did that, and then one other time he made a video. I think he made one that wasn't about me that I responded to, and that got like what these were both like I think my two most downloaded episodes ever. And there's almost like this thing where you go, oh, I could just do this. Yeah, I could just do this and be way bigger. You know what I mean? But you're it like, just sucks. I don't. That's not what I want to do. It's I don't want to smack down Nicole, the dumbest it's what, shit. It's what Nicole Arbor does, yes. right? Yes. So this would have happened. We had that thing, you know. She, which by the way, funny story. My girlfriend, me and my girlfriend, are only dating because she was on like a fucking YouTube journey, clicked on Nicole Arbor shit, and then just happened upon the video with Nicole really? Arbor on my show. That's how she became a fan of Real Ass Podcasts and like this whole like guest digital world. That's how we met. Wow, Isn't that that's funny? nuts. So if it wasn't for Nicole Arbor, I wouldn't be dating this chick, but that's very, very funny. But Nicole Arbor, like what I noticed very quickly in arguing with this chick and going back and forth, I was like, oh, she's in the business of just getting people to this click is content. on her shit. This is like, it's just this is, content. Yeah. And she's like, she's very disconnected and emotionless with what's what's being put out. Whereas I'm really emotional. I'm going, oh, you're attacking my reputation. I have a son one day. You're going <laughs> to click on this. He's going to think I'm a rapist. This is crazy. So, and, and, I, and then I realized very quickly, I was like, oh, I can't win. I can't win that. Because the like, more you respond, you're just giving her more what's content. What's the point? And like, also, she's better than you. She's better she's than me. She's better than you. At everything. <laughs> 
You know what the solution to that is? What is it? TikTok dance contest. Go. <laughs> Even our attempts at TikTok dance. I don't know what the hell. I can't. I can't. What do they do? All that needed was a gong. What has happened this past week in MMA? We've 31 minutes on an email that Dave got. Con, uh, well, I thought it was an interesting topic. No? All right. Connor and Anthony Smith have a beef. Well, all right. We were talking PFL. Just why don't we talk. What all why, right. How did Larissa Pacheco become a millionaire, Vic? She uh, won by unanimous decision. Upset her. Unanimous. Why are you fight. speaking this way today? I don't know. I'm having a, I'm having some trouble. I just got back from the dentist. So. Oh, there yeah, you go. I'm a little, a little off. It's okay. Uh, but anyway, she won the third. Or this was her third crack at Kayla Harris, and uh, and she beat her. And now they're talking about a fourth fight. She won a million dollars. And by the way, we're t- you know going to your point, Dave. Everybody was using the fact that these winners of the uh, Friday night were winning a million dollars to kind of take a shot at the UFC, saying how the PFL is more fair than the UFC. By the way, this is how everyone imagines Vic looks. <laughs> Wait. So, they and what is the, what is the deal with PFL? It's if you win the tournament, you win a million dollars, right? Exactly. But what do you get paid for if you lose the tournament? I don't have the numbers, but I'm taking it pretty. Uh, the, they're getting competitive because they are getting people to sign up. I, I just I, I don't know that there is a business model in paying people millions of dollars to fight for your organization when nobody's paying to watch your organization. Well, this is this has happened before. If you remember when it was... um, Who was the organization? And more power to them. It's wait, great wait, for the people is, who capitalize. Uh, was it Affliction? Affliction, yes. That started they were paying thing. like $3 million were, for Tim Sylvia when he came over. And, it was like crazy. And they were paying these guys money, Wait, and they were paying them more money than the UFC, and they went out of business in a year. Yep. You know? And it's like, so... Uh, it's good. Strike while the iron's hot for the fight for the fighters that are taking those deals. It is great for the PFL and the longevity of the fight the fight roster on the PFL. It's not so great, right? It's and, also and, and not- be- look like you see Bellator. I think they have a, a good business model, right? They have TV deals in place. They have sponsorship deals in place. Very few pay per views. They're paying the guys. I think the guys that work at Bellator. I think it's comparable. I think you, if you're a high level Bellator fighter, you can make really, really good money. I didn't really, I haven't analyzed the numbers at all. But there's a business there, and you see it with Bellator, and I, and I kind of get that model. When you see these other organizations come out and they're paying like massive, massive amounts of money, I'm like, nobody fucking knows. Yeah. Who Larissa Pacheco is, and and I also think that to be, if you're being honest with this shit, because the, the UFC does this thing, which is a weird system, but the money they report is not the money that you make. You know, they bonus you heavy, and they don't disclose that information. But from everyone who's talked about it, it seems to me that the floor for a UFC champion is not very far below a million dollars, and it ranges to much, much higher than yeah. that. So it's not like if you think UFC fighters who win the title aren't making at least a million dollars for the most part. I'm not saying every single one. There might be a few of the really unknown champs like in the light in the lower weight classes and shit like that that aren't. But I think most of those guys are making like huge, huge money. And it's also it's like a lot of those guys, if they're smart, they're doing other things. You I, I look at somebody like Michael Bisping, who's a great example of it, right? Who didn't just become a UFC champion. He's started planting really strong seeds with other areas in business, broadcasting, like and in areas that he was smart, you know. And he really did a, a great job. And he was not somebody who made money like McGregor or John Jones or any of these guys. Bisping was like a guy who, like, 
He never, I don't think he really ever complained about the money that he made, but he was never a fucking like, oh my God, $10 million a fight guy. But Bisping fucking, he saw the opportunities in front of him and has created probably generational wealth for his family. And you see the guys that are smart about the business. <clears throat> if you become a UFC champion, you have a storied career that way. There's a lot of opportunities. People want to fucking work with you, dude. It's a, it's a, I, I, I would, I, we went out to dinner, dude. You just see the amount of people that like, oh my God, dude, it's Michael fucking And Disney. now you see guys uh, like Sean O'Malley. Aljamain Sterling, who are like, I just see like their podcast clips like blowing yep. up and shit. And you're like, oh yeah, they're making, they're finding these yep. other ways to like do this. Now, is it true? Like the, the true test in a way is that, you know, the, the guys at the top of the UFC are making really big money. It's, it's like, are the guys at the bottom making that like what are they making but then like what compare that to the guys at the bottom of pfl it's also, what are those yeah, guys and, making? and you gotta understand the ufc also they sort of bought out the the lower class right so uh you know they for a while it was the ufc they bought strike force they bought uh pride they bought um uh you know the wec wec that you know they bought all these small and they were running them for a little while and they went this is stupid nobody gives a fuck the ufc themselves said this is fucking retarded. These small organizations are just by just simply by existing are less than by 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 opening their eyes in the morning and breathing. They're going like we are second fiddle and we want to scream that from the mountaintops just by broadcasting. So they said, yeah, let's just take all the best of the best from all these organizations, bring them into the UFC. So the UFC's roster went from probably 200 fighters to like 600 fighters at one point. It was like mm -hmm. crazy, right? And it's like the lower class, those are guys that probably they wouldn't have been in the UFC before. There's the, the, It's a massive, massive, massive roster. And if you look at the average amount of money that a UFC fighter makes, I guarantee you it's higher than the average amount of money that a boxer makes. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And the reality is I feel like just like in comedy, it's very fair. Because if you go out and you can fucking fight and you can win and you can get on the mic a little bit and get some people behind you and you can generate a fan base, you are fucking set. Yep. You are legitimately set, and it's a very, very fair thing. And the guys who get to the very, very top, you see there's a reason why. Nobody's handing them anything. The UFC, what they're great at, because more than even being a, um, a fight organization, more than being anything else, they are marketers. They're really, really great at marketing. And that's one of the thing that is beautiful about the UFC is you sort of see the way that they sort of build people up, and they're great at recognizing who they can create a partnership with yeah. because they know if they have a partnership with another Connor or another Brock or another Ronda, it takes them to the fucking moon. We're talking about this about how just ten years ago it was a fringe thing on Spike TV, and now there's not a single per. I don't know anybody well, who doesn't know who Conor McGregor it's, is. It's a weird. So it reminds me of. So I saw this video actually just the other day. And there was some chick who evidently is like a WNBA player. And she was saying, and this was the video, it was like going viral. But so she was basically saying, she's like, look, you know, the people who say we're like complaining about uh, our pay in, in the WNBA. She goes, I'm, we're not saying we should make as much as LeBron James. We're saying we should get the same percentage split that the NBA guys get, right? So we're not saying, I'm not saying I should make as much money as the NBA guy, but I'm saying that like, if they're if they're bringing in, you know, whatever, if 20% of the gross, we should get 20% too. That's fair. And well, but even that, it sounds fair, except upon, like, so this video is going viral and everyone's like, oh, she made such a good point. How can you argue oh, with wait, that? Hold on, I'm, right? I'm here, hold on. Well, here's the only issue. Come right? on, Dave, I'm a dude, get me on your side. Well, here's the thing, right, is just start thinking about this from a business perspective and just having to know a little bit about the situation, I go, wait, 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 but here's the difference. 
okay? The WNBA loses money. It's bleeding money. Mm. The the NBA makes enormous money. So you're there's right. A, there's no, a no, but huge pop. Pro- like, she's not wrong. So, I think the female well, players should be paying to play. Well, that's, that's my point. It's like, so yes. Communism. When, when, well, when you have a business that is wildly successful and there's a ton of money coming in, then you negotiate away your split to like what you can afford to pay everybody. But when you're bleeding money and you're trying to keep the doors open to just even make this a thing, maybe you can't afford to pay them the same percentage as like what the, I'm just saying that these things are very complicated and it's very easy for anyone else to come in and go, you know, I'll tell you, this is how they should run it at the UFC. This is how they should do that there. And maybe you're right. It is possible that you're right. But also maybe the people who actually, the only ones, the only people who have ever run an MMA organization with longevity and success are the UFC. Maybe they know a thing or two about how to run it. Uh, let's see. Jux Flux in the racist live chat says he tries to get his Twitter mentioned at events all the time saying corny shit. They're trashing me right now in the chat. Lewis is way off. This is Matt Nichols. Lewis is way off. Even if PFL burning out their income with high payouts. How am I way off? How am I way off? Uh, GE2AD says they use Lewis's voice in promos. They do use my voice in promos. Jux Flux says, yeah, from Bisping's podcast. That's pretty funny. That's not true. They've been using it from uh, recent podcasts without my permission. I got my I got my voice in a promo once. Did you? Yeah, from Rogan. That's the only way. No permission, though. They didn't ask me shit. They They just take my voice. They just assume it's public domain. I did sign a document when I was on Rogan, so I probably signed it all the way. Yeah. Here's my solution. Gas digital. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one, Natalie. I got to say that one was good. A gas digital tournament. Just like old Bellator days, winner gets a bonus. We're going to probably face Bisping, Wild Goose. <laughs> Bisping geez, and Mickey Gall in the finals versus Jesus. Yeah. Harrington and Vic. <laughs> we'll, we'll put the bye guys in there somewhere. They could go either way. Yeah. No one expected Harrington to get by Mickey Gall, but now he's <laughs> facing Michael Bisping. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, let's take a quick moment and thank YoKratom.com for supporting today's show. YoKratom is home of the $60 kilo, and if you guys are in the market for Kratom, you should be getting it directly from YoKratom.com. They are the best sponsors of the Gas Digital Network and everything that we do. They make the best Kratom at the best price available. If you're over the age of 21 and you like Kratom, there's really no reason to not get your Kratom from YoKratom.com. Yeah, YoKratom.com. They're great partners. We love them. Support them. And everything that they do, because they fucking rule yokratum.com. All right, where were we? Um, all right, what happened with M- McGregor's being sued by Lobov? Artem Lobov. Lobov. Oh, I heard about this, he, yeah. Lobov. This is why I made that reference earlier. He says he told, he was part of the original idea for Proper 12 Whiskey. Ooh. And he's suing him for 5%. Friendship what is the idea done? there? We're, we're gonna, we should make whiskey. Whiskey. There's <laughs> not much of an idea. Well. It's should we make our should we make said, our own Legion of Skanks branded um, alcohol or something? Didn't fucking Mark Norman and Sam Morell do this? Why are you going to do what they did? That's news we'll, to me. I don't we'll know. Do, we'll, I love this idea. We'll do better. We'll do a better whiskey. How do we? How can we? How can we can do? We can't do kratom. We'll dose it with We're acid. Do our special no. yo MMA. Kratom? I talked to yo kratom right, about do. doing rattlesnake branded kratom, and I wanted to do flavored kratom, and they were like, "Dude, you don't want to get into this business." Trust me. And I was like, "You guys are trying to fucking." 
You guys are trying to hoard all the fucking Kratom bucks. Don't you fucking tell me. Yeah, oh, you don't want in this business, bro. There's no money in there. But keep mentioning our business. Keep mentioning it. We're going to stick around for a while. You remember in, uh, in Walk Hard? <laughs> he walks in, he's like, oh, you don't want none of this. <laughs> you don't want this shit. It'll make all your, it'll make all your bad thoughts turn into good thoughts. <laughs> That's great. Goddamn, what a great movie. Oh, shit. All right, here's the deal. We make a whiskey company. Please. We just take a good whiskey. We pour it into our bottle, and we charge like ten bucks more a bottle. That's actually really smart. We just pour Angel's Envy into our fucking whiskey, and then say it's fucking Legion of Skanks. That's good stuff. I got Dave a bottle of Angel's. I went to visit his house. Bro, I, I showed I, up. I finished that bottle long ago, but it was a delicious <laughs> bottle of whiskey. Showed up in hand with a bottle of, of Angel's Envy, a uh, nice bottle of uh, Italian wine, uh, a Montepulciano. For his yeah. wife, for his guinea wife. That was very nice. You won her over. <clears throat> Finally, how about, after years. How about whiskey and plastic bottles? I feel like that's very on brand for... for Maybe the, the Gatorade pop tops, but like with whiskey? <laughs> exactly. Do you I remember... Mean, that's ooh. not Gatorade. What is that? Poland Spring? Whatever. No, I would say... Remember those like... Um, they were like Kool-Aids and the top you twisted. It was like made of like plastic and you, you eventually twisted it off and you. Oh, no one's ever had whiskey out of a juice box with a straw. Ooh, better idea. Great, great idea. W- those little shitty wax bottles with juice in them. Mm. Inside of those wax bottles, shitty whiskey. Skank oh, whiskey. wait, hold on, dude. I Hold on. I'm going to blow your mind here. Gushers. <laughs> Gushers <laughs> with whiskey in them. Okay? Gooey candy outside. Oh potent whiskey inside. <laughs> skank whiskey. Fucking my mind. Our fan I base. feel like that would be really big in Asia. <laughs> I, I think that's like a, that's going to be a winner. Maybe not in America, but around the world. If we could somehow get whiskey gushers to our fan base. They the technology is out there. In each bag. In each bag of uh, gushers, <laughs> there is one shot of whiskey. Then, the, once you eat a full all, shot, well, oh, the, in a bag. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So yeah, and the, and the, there's 14 gushers in the bag. You got to get a lot of sugar in you before you get that one shot. <laughs> yeah, but dude, that's fucking great, dude. Three fucking bags of gushers later, you're getting hammered. <laughs> this is not a bad idea. What I is was the music gonna... EDM. What what is that? Go ahead, Natalie. I was just going to say for this show, it'd be like an IPA and a shot of whiskey. And it'd be like you guys for this show. Because that's what you guys drink during the show. A little IPA and a shot of whiskey. Like a beer and a shot yeah. combo. That's speaking that, of. That, 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 can I grab another? Absolutely. Uh, Yo MMA combo at your local beer. Yeah. At your little local bar. Guys, tweet at us. Tag Yo MMA rap. Tag uh, Comic Dave Smith. Tag at Luis J. Gomez. And show us your IPA and a shot of uh, bourbon. I yeah. just we'll feel show like the we show next have... week. We're, oh, look, they, they said create engagement. All the West Coast people say do things that will create engagement on the internet. They said we have to hit all the buzzwords. What was I looking Whiskey up on my phone? Gushers. I was looking up something on my phone. Now I forgot. I don't know how to make your own gushers Fuck. out of your basement. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Um, Sounds delicious. All right. So I still don't know what happened with Lobov. So well, he told you he said he's suing him because he says he was there. What he was part of the idea for uh, Proper Twelve, and he and I guess he he so they sold Proper Twelve for six hundred million dollars, and he he said he was supposed to get five percent of the six hundred million. Hold on, let me do the math on this. That is thirty million dollars. It's a big chunk of change. It's a lot of money. 
Wasn't there a thing? Didn't Dustin Poirier claim that uh, Connor like said he was going to donate money to his fucking charity? And, and I think never Connor did? ended up doing it though. He ended Maybe up he did. donating Maybe at did. the end of all of it. Yeah. Connor was in all the new. Connor had like three stories, by the way, this week. All right, what are the other? What's the other Connor story? The the one that I think is funny is um, he went after uh, Anthony Linehart Smith because uh, he Anthony Linehart said he was probably on PEDs, you know, since he's gotten jacked up for that Roadhouse movie. Mm. Oh, who and, could uh, think? Oh, that, is that why he's that so guy? jacked? Is that why he's so, it's the Roadhouse movie? I thought he was getting jacked for his comeback. That's the roadhouse movie. That's how I'm going to look, by the uh, way, in like three months. By oh, the way, guys, totally. I just started lifting. Indistinguishable. I just started lifting fucking weights again. It's about to get wild because I can't train MMA right now because my name, I'm getting fucking whoo. What did the doctor say, by the way? I, I Oh, dude, don't even get me started on these fucking J-bag doctors. Hey, come on. Yeah, it could mean anything. That's true. could mean anything. He's I, talking about Joshua Tree. I go to the doctor <laughs> And I, I was supposed to go for an MRI, and I get there for the MRI. I'm like, hey, I'm here for the MRI. They're like, oh, no, no, you can't get an MRI. I'm like, why not? They're like, you got to get her an x-ray first. Yeah, you told us this whole story on Legion of Skanks last week. Oh, all right. Well, you we just went asked. On a, we went on a whole Vic thing. just asked. About how, yeah, you have to get x-rays first. The x-rays never tell you anything. No, yeah. Blah, 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 Did I tell you this? What on the way back, your wood panel. And get out of my head. <laughs> my wood panel. Yeah. It turns out it only costs like 120 bucks. You're going to be fine. Thanks for summing it up, Dave. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. So anyway, I now I have to go back and get an MRI. Now they gave me my X-ray, but now I got to get an MRI. Yeah. There you go. I still think uh, you should fight. Yeah. No. Probably you should man up and do it. So, uh, so Josh, uh, sorry, Josh. Uh, so Anthony Smith said that probably it looks like Connor might be on uh, some juice. Yeah. Which is something that we've all been thinking yeah since seeing these pictures well, he's, he's also, out of usada not only because of how jacked he is but because of how quickly he came back from his injury or yeah well he's just anyone anytime anyone's getting like crazy jacked and they're out of usada you're gonna start to wonder that that's yeah. not a, a thing that most of the time happens so yeah i don't know but connor's pissed about it connor yeah. says that th that he's not gonna apologize because this is why weedman anthony or, or no chris weedman uh, has been, you know, not recovering very well from his leg injury, and he thinks this is the reason he's recovering pretty well. Wait, so he's, he's admitting that he is on PEDs? No, but you know how there's a lot of supplements and, and things that are also not, not regulated by, uh, you know, USADA. So he's he's not saying he is, but he's not also saying that he's not in conflict with it. Oh, that kind of sounds like he's saying he is doing some shit if he's like, this is why Weidman's not recovering, and this is why I am. Yeah, let's see. Uh, this this rat who spoke to Weidman. I can't do an Irish accent. Can you do an Irish accent? Yeah, let me hear you. Mm, I don't think I can. Yeah, let me hear. Where's the quote here? This this rat. Root. This rat spoke to Weidman. Yeah, no, nah, it's bad. Coop, let me hear your uh, Irish accent. Go ahead. This fucking rat. No, I can't do it. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Vic, right. no, right. Victor, please. What are my lucky charms? Yeah, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> is this Connor? Do we have Connor on the line right now? It's me, Connor McGregor. My leg be hurting, but I drank the pupper twelve and I rub it all over my leg. It's the I'm best one. All right, Vic's got the best I'm one so far. My favorite hero is Groundskeeper Willie. So, so what? So what? What's the issue? So you were saying something about this rat? He spoke to Wyman. What were you saying? 
I'm saying this fucking rat comes over there and he's telling me about my leg, but Weinman's leg, it's it's linguini. And I'll be walking around. I'm gonna be in a roadhouse kicking people in the head. That was supposed to be Ronda Rousey in Roadhouse, but it's me now. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. There you have it here. I say you I say you fight that guy in the dress there, Lewis. Why are you not doing stuff like that, eh? Dave's the only one with any balls. And Coop's got balls. Where are your balls, Lewis? Get him out of Oh, fuck that. All right, we got to go here in a minute. Real quick, I want to talk about this really quick. couple things. Uh, Abdelaziz says Sterling and Cejudo is a done deal. Ooh. Ali uh, uh, Abdelaziz claims that Algerian Sterling versus Henry Cejudo is done deal, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he said the UFC has agreed to the matchup despite Sterling previously snubbing Cejudo in favor of Sean O'Malley, who promises he'll be fighting the winner of the Bantamweight Championship next year. Aljo is fighting Henry. It's done. Um, this was a weird thing that happened at the PFL event in Madison Square Garden Theater. This was at PFL. Is that Dana? No, no that's, that's Ali Abdelaziz. He loves it. Wow. Ali Abdelaziz is ugly, and that's making me realize how ugly I am, because I look like an uglier him. Damn. <laughs> Damn, I'm ugly. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, that's a real interesting fight, man. Yeah. I'm really not sure. I mean... I, Look, Cejudo's been off for a long he's been fucking out for a time, long dude. Time. Uh, so, so we were we're kind of riding high on Cejudo. Cejudo also like I have to really look look at his fucking record. You know, I mean, he was the champion of the easiest divisions at the time. No, no, at look, the time for sure. Well, look, it's not just that, dude. Look, you got a guy who is a fucking Olympic gold medalist who came in and stopped, uh, not stopped, but stopped the run of Demetrius Johnson. You know. Then beats T.J. Dillashaw, then moves up a weight class and beats Marias to become the champ of that weight. Then stops Dominic Cruz. I mean, it was a pretty goddamn impressive run within that weight class. It's about as, as impressive as you well, can. Well, I mean, look, where, where's Marias? Where's Dominic Cruz now? I mean, you're looking at yeah, the guys. Yeah, no, Dominic Cruz came back and had another uh, big win after that, and then another loss after that. But look, he stopped Demetrius Johnson's yes. fucking reign of people saying yes. the pound-for-pound pound best yes. fighter in the world, and then beat TJ Dillashaw, stopped him. Yeah. You know, that's pretty goddamn impressive. He's a very tough guy. But that I'm just saying, said, we, we, have, we have definitely is we, bigger. He's much bigger and than we've, him. And he's been competing at the highest, highest yep. fucking level. While this guy's been doing nothing. While he's been doing out. nothing. While this, these divisions, 125, 135, have just improved leaps and bounds Exploded. over the past four years. It exploded. Although now the there's some guy, of the toughest, deepest, and most exciting divisions but, in the sport. But the last guy he fought, that uh, that Algermain fought, was TJ Dillashaw, who was still the number one contender, who this guy knocked who out TJ a couple just years showed ago. up, injured, and fucking got yes. destroyed. So we don't really know from that. But I'm just saying. I, it seems like TJ's an old man who's getting injured and, you know. But this was a few years ago yeah. when he he beat him, like, in the fucking, in his prime, like, when he was champion. Um, look. I don't know. I I wouldn't. I, my I would lean toward Aljamain in this fight because of the time off for Henry Cejudo. But it's not as if there's not like kind of a question there. Like, oh, this could be interesting. major question. Yeah, I think most like, people that's, would be that's Cejudo. What are the question. early odds on this? I guarantee they're out already, Coop. And I guarantee you that Cejudo's a betting favorite. 
I don't know about I'll that. I'll bet you. I'll bet you on the bet. I'll bet you on the bet on the bet. How much you want to bet? Give me odds. I'll bet you that you don't want to make this bet. Ooh, dog, y'all make this bet right now? Okay, I'll bet you you do want to make this bet. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. <laughs> damn it. I showed my cards. <laughs> showed my ass there. What are the opening odds on this? Finding them now. I guarantee Harrington already knows. Harrington, what are the opening odds on Cejudo versus Aljamain? He can't hear us. Turn Say the volume it. out there. Say it one more time. I right, said, so what are the opening odds on Cejudo versus Aljamain? Harrington knows. He just, he just, he, he's, he's shaking his head no. And Lewis goes, he no, knows. I want to make Coop feel He bad. knows. He knows. He doesn't want to tell us. He's well, looking it up well, right now. On that, something... Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, while we're waiting on that, I was just going to say one thing I did leave off was the uh, Glover, Glover Teixeira a matchup with Jiri Prohaska is uh, done. Oh, yeah. They, that they was an interesting. For, that was a real he's interesting. for a thought. year. Yeah. So evidently, uh, the champ had a real fucked up shoulder injury and still wanted to fight. And the doctors were like, no, you're not fighting. You're literally, you're going to risk like fucking your shoulder up permanently. Yeah. So he pulled out. And then they wanted Glover to fight. Uh, who did Jan. they want him to fight? I to fight Jan, right? Was or it? no, 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 no. It wasn't Jan. Who's Jan Ankle fighting? Lip. Yeah, Ankle and Ankle he lip. and Glover was like, "Nah, I need time to like train for that guy. I'm not yeah. going to just take that." And so then they decided it's going to be him versus Jan. And it just seemed crazy to me that they didn't make the Jan versus Glover fight, which would have been seemed like the fight to make that people would have fucking kind of cared about. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Interesting. Uh, we got to wrap this one up. Uh, you know, uh, last thing, Kane Velasquez okayed to wrestle. That's nice. Kane uh, released from prison on $1 million bail on November 8th, which is awesome. As a condition of yeah. his bail, Velasquez is supposed to be confined to his home and wear a GPS tracker and not come within 300 yards of the alleged victims of the case. However, Judge Arthur Bagakakak uh, temporarily waived the home confinement and tracker for this Lucha Libre event. Velasquez must pay out of his own pocket for law enforcement to accompany him to the wrestling show in lieu of the tracker. The, is it, oh, man, it just makes my blood boil that they refer to that guy as the alleged victim. Yeah. In the case. Yeah. Whatever. Best of luck to fucking Kane, man. I really hope things work out all well, all right for him. Yeah. Kane rolls. He'll, I'm sure it'll, it'll all work itself out in one way or another, whether in this life or the next. Uh, shout out to YoCreative.com for supporting today's <laughs> show. Yeah, he'll probably either get out fine or he'll spend the rest of his life in jail. Anyway, YoCreative.com. YoCreative.com, home of the $60 kilo. We'll be back next week with another great episode of your favorite MMA podcast. Until then, have a great week. Peace.